Hello, this is Tom Stever with Soil Smart, a podcast from the Soil Health Partnership. In our podcasts, we're talking soil health, why it matters, the ag practices that foster it, and the farmers who live it. Today, we're talking to Shafali Mehta, Executive Director of the Soil Health Partnership. We're talking about the mission of the organization and the gains that have been made since the program was started. Shafali has been in that position since August, so we begin by getting her assessment of soil health. Well, first of all, I'm impressed by how energized the broad community is about soil health. It's something that I can really see how many people are really aware, are jumping in. I understand with farmers and agronomists, that's at the it's at the core of what they do, but to see this dialogue taking place with everyone from government agencies, private companies, the range of researchers, nonprofits, it's just a broad group of stakeholders are really engaged in this and see this as a really pretty critical lever for sustainability overall, both for farmers and for the planet. You opened this conference with a presentation. You gave some data points. What do the data show? The data is starting to get us quite excited. And as I mentioned, these are initial insights. And it's starting to point to the fact that a lot of the farms that were in our network originally are seeing increases in soil health indicators like organic matter. We're seeing that a pretty broadly held hypothesis that cover crops cause yield drag. We're seeing that in many cases, there's not a statistically significant difference in yield. So that's definitely positive information. We're also seeing that farms who are working with us have a general uplift in their soil health, not just in the treatment areas, but in their farms overall. So this actually is starting to confirm the hypothesis I had, which is when farmers are spending this time improving their management, it's going to cascade across everything. So you're seeing that there's improved soil health. And we're now starting to dig into the economic viability because we want to ensure that you're able to improve your soil health while managing your economics in a way that's going to make you whole and is not going to come at a loss to the farmer. Let's talk about the summit itself. I've heard you refer to it as being a more, having a more diverse base to it. What's meant by that and what's the goal of this? Absolutely. So for us, it's really about quality and not quantity. We are a smaller conference. So relative to our historical summits, this is absolutely one of the largest. And as you pointed out, this is our first time that it's public. However, we're still smaller on the scheme of agricultural conferences. And what really matters to us is that we have a diversity of perspectives and backgrounds because what makes Soil Health Partnership unique and really what drives and fuels us is our unique partners coming together and exchanging and interacting because it's really at those points that we find innovative ideas, we find solutions that we would not have thought of otherwise. And so we think this is the perfect size to make sure that a lot of our attendees can interact with each other, can meet up, can meet new folks. We actually saw it happening in the lobby last night. We saw folks who probably wouldn't have a chance to come across chatting, and we were able to introduce them. And hopefully, you never know when a new idea is going to spark from it. And I'm very excited to see that happening. So that's really when I think of diversity, diversity of perspectives and backgrounds is exciting. It's exhilarating for me because I see some of the best ideas come out of that. What do you hope for people to take away from this? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I'm hoping that it renews their engagement and their 
reason for being involved with soil health. A lot of the folks who are participating are some of our most, they're active SHP farmers. They've been with the program from the onset, so they bring a lot of their passion and expertise to it, as well as a lot of the partners that are here. And we have a lot of new partners, and we're hoping that they see value in really being able to step in. We're also hoping that we can start to bring in more farmers who aren't in our network, who see the benefits of being part of the network, really being able to generate insights, data, and helping us get stronger. So I'm hoping folks walk away with basically this renewed joy around soil health and also optimism and the optimism that I shared earlier that I do believe the best is yet to come. And there's a lot of stones that we have not overturned. And I think that as we do, we're finding some great opportunities, and I'd love to see what we can do together. Talking about that, what do you see in the future for the Soil Health Partnership and what would you like to accomplish through this? Absolutely. So number one, still my main priority is making sure that we really get into the insights on this data. We really have scratched the surface. And like I said, you ask one question or you answer one question and 10 more appear. And so we're in a wonderful place. There's Tons of questions coming through. I've been really excited. People have pulled me aside and said, well, what about this? Or have you thought about you know, how this influenced tillage over time? Or how did this particular practice shift? And I love these questions because they help us in getting much richer. So that's a significant part of 2019 is our improved science strategy and really the insights that go with it and being able to share it. And then the second piece that's really critical is this continued stabilization and growth of SHP. We are moving out of that startup mode to a much more stable and kind of established program. And so all of the pieces that come with that. So you saw this team that was so large, it no longer fits on the stage. And that's great. That was not the situation where we were in just a year ago, making sure that that team continues to really function with a healthy culture, and that we're really able to support our farmers. And so those are my two focus points. It's really data and insights and making sure we have a strong foundation upon which SHB continues to expand and grow. Where the rubber meets the road, so to speak, is that we want to improve soil health. It seems as if, for instance, the organic profiles Mm -hmm. of the soil change so slowly, so What's the end goal of what the Soil Health Partnership wants to do here? What would you like to see come out of this? That's a great question, and I think part of that end goal has actually evolved. I'm sure that what I'm going to state is not necessarily what folks were thinking with SHP even a few years ago. But as I see it right now, one of the biggest values that we offer is being able to work closely with farmers for the five years as they go through this process of adopting new management techniques or tweaking and altering them and really being able to cascade them across their fields. And once they're done working with us, hopefully they graduate, and we're able to work with more farmers in this really in-depth, on-the-ground way. And so I really see us as a program that's helping to, in essence, de-risk some of these changes for farmers, create more information so that they can be more resilient over time, and that they walk away and that these have become internalized parts of how they manage their farms and manage their practices. And by the way, the really great byproduct of this, and it's funny to call it a byproduct, is this massive amount of data and research that we're generating that's allowing us to now go back and say, really say with some authority what is working, what is not working, what are these trends. So I think SHP mission is that twofold. First and foremost, really supporting our farmers and making sure that they come out through the program in a much better place and that we're able to contribute to the broader knowledge that we have in our society around how can we be more effective with soil health in a way that's economically viable for our farmers. 
talking about summits in the future, how might they be changing? So that's a great question. We start our strategic planning process on February 1st. And the reason we're doing that is actually we're excited about this. It's a great time to step back and really look at what got us here. And based on that, where we really need to go and taking a look at making sure our mission fits, that we're supporting it. And part of that also has to do with the way that we've grown. To this point, we grew fairly organically, which again makes a lot of sense for startups. But now we're at a point where we need to really structure the way we bring partners in. And so we're moving from a rolling enrollment system with partners and farmers and others to a more structured timeline. And so this year, for the first time for 2019, our new partnerships and agreements are really going to be formalized at the beginning of the year. We'll then take a pause and then resume looking at new partnerships later on in the year in the beginning of 2020. So we're encouraging partners and others who want to work with us to come forth because we're making the decisions over the next kind of six to eight weeks. It's much more sustainable for us as SHP. It's also better for our partners because we ensure that whatever we commit to, we're dedicated and we can actually fulfill well. And uh, we do not have plans for another summit at this point. We wanted to see how this one went. And again, we're going to step back to the drawing table. Uh, a lot has changed in this landscape, even in the last two years. And we want to make sure that whatever we do has the highest value for our farmers, agronomists, and everyone who's involved. Thanks for joining us for Soil Smart. To find more podcasts and information from the Soil Health Partnership, go to soilhealthpartnership.org or subscribe through iTunes or Google Play.